At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Stinking loose stuff all. I can't stand when people wear clothes there. Oh, shoot. Oh, no, was that? Oh, yeah. There's some people that just wear just fitted clothes. I'm like, I don't know how you do that. I cannot do that. I don't want my ha- clothes hanging off me. Like, I don't, or I don't want them sucked to me. I want to, like, have looseness. Yeah. Yeah. But <clears throat> welcome back, folks. Welcome back. And uh, we're going to talk about a topic that my dad has some experience in. Um, and I'm just kind of curious the ins and outs of things. And we're seeing all this stuff going on in Canada and that insane Trudeau, <laughs> that guy is a biggest sissy girl. Yeah. Sissy. You can think of, in fact, I seen him at work, uh, one of the pilots had on Fox news and he was crying, you know, what, what they, what they call it? They co they call it, um, he has a case of oh my goodness what was it was it COVID wimp teen or something wimp nineteen or something like that it was, it was a little meme that was making fun of him that basically all of a sudden now when all these truckers are um, you know picketing and whatever you want to call it riding and stuff I won't even say it's riding they're not doing nothing wrong they're just saying we're done until you fix this junk and all of a sudden he gets COVID nineteen and he's in hiding no one can find him you know. Like what a stinking here. Here's fancy. one, you know. Trudeau is it's it it shows it, he has face and it says a new variant, coward nineteen. That's Sim- what it was. Yeah. Symptoms: fear of truckers and patriotic Canadians may suffer from withdrawal from public view and prolonged loss of respect. Yeah, this dude right there. <laughs> it's funny because it goes back when that guy was harassing you on the podcast about mm-hmm. the ducks and the geese that were coming from Canada. That, yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, on YouTube. And I and could, we have quite a few uh, Canadian listeners too. And, they're, they, they're, and they even think he, he, that guy was insane. That right? guy was but, a he was. And they, else. I guarantee you, anybody that listens to this probably is a hundred percent agreement with. I had Trudeau being a complete in high idiot. school. I had a lot of Canadian friends, cool, yeah. cool people. Okay, yeah. uh, the problem is with this dude right there. He's a deep state of hack. If I mm. ever seen one, mm. and uh, 
you know, if you only watch, you know, the mainstream media, you would think, oh, insurrection, because that's their famous words right now, insurrection, right? right? Mm-hmm. These guys are patriotic dudes, and uh, what they're doing is... They're blue collars. They're hardworking people that are just trying to make dude, pay their it, bills. Well, <laughs> stop and think about it, okay? I've had this conversation with you. Doctors, nurses, all essential workers, heroes a year ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, oh, uh, oh, well, in 2020. Yeah. And uh, signs up, I'd be driving around, you know, signs up, you know, uh, thank you, essential mm-hmm. workers, you, you know, heroes, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they're not heroes. And then truckers were the same thing, heroes and so forth. And I, I honestly, okay, I'm 66, never, I haven't worked for somebody for so long. So it's funny because, you know, he wanted me to talk a little bit about this. Mm-hmm. And so I still have... A biz, you know, a, a you know, a business that I've had since 1995, and uh, you know, my whole thing in life is having multiple income streams. And uh, so, anyway, in about 2019, I decided. I told mom, I'm. I think I'm going to get my Class A license. Mm-hmm. I was watching statistics, and I was watching what was going on with truckers, and I thought, I'm going to get that just in case I ever want to drive. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, then I got it November 23rd, uh, 2019. And, uh, you know, I still have income from my other business and everything. Uh, uh, it's an online business. And then, uh, so about, I talked to some different truck drivers and they said, uh, you know, the best one that I would suggest taking, uh, you know, trying to get on with uh, is a company called Snyder. And they're a big company. They've been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, I talked to Andy, big mm-hmm. Andy, and he said that. <clears throat> and so anyway, um, I got a hold of them. I went through the process. And so March of 2020, right when the COVID thing was hitting, uh, I they paid my way to go to Arizona, uh, Phoenix. And so they had a two-week training there. On top of, I already had a Class A because mm-hmm. I took the training. I had to pass a DMV and so forth. And so I did the two-week training, went through all that, uh, past all that and then i got on uh what they do is they put you with a guy that's been around or a girl that's been around for you know a good amount of time and uh anyway uh so i was with him for five days mm-hmm. and went through that process well he was my same age we were almost the same age exactly and so then i was on my own but the thing of it is when we went from arizona towards la dude there was nobody on the highways. Which is I insane. go, well, thank God. Yeah. Yeah, for, it's like nobody's there. I'm talking that road when you're going from Arizona, and if I remember right, it was 10. There was probably five or six lanes going towards L.A. and five or six mm-hmm. that said San Francisco. Dude, there might have been five cars on the road. That's insane. If, you I, get, if, they, if people only knew what that road looks like normally, it's bumper to at bumper. At 9 a.m. Yeah. It oh was bumper. He did this for 13 years. Yeah. He said, I have never seen it like that. He said, you, you sent me a picture, I think, when he yeah, was driving nobody, or whatever. Nobody it was, was like, there. It was yeah. empty. It was crazy. So It's the worst place in the world you'll ever drive yeah. in your life, and it was no cars. There's no cars. And I said, well, praise God. Yeah. What a great time to learn. And so anyway, I went through the five days, and then they put me on my own, and I'm out doing this. Now, honestly, this is no disrespect, man, at all. I just didn't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. I did not realize what a lifestyle truck driving really was. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. 
I never realized how important they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No clue. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking what I was driving, and I only did it for eight and a half months with that company, and then I quit uh, because I was went on a, hunt, a hunting trip and stuff like that. But anyway, so that whole time while everybody's locked down and complaining about being locked down, I'm out in the road making mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. And, and, and learning and meeting people. And I met some of the most amazing people. And my respect of truck drivers went through the roof. Yeah. Because I'm telling you personally, that lifestyle, being away from your family mm-hmm. all the time, sleeping in the sleeper, sleeping in all these different places, especially in the summertime when it's vibrating and stuff like that, it's not a very healthy lifestyle, can mm-hmm. I tell you right mm-hmm. now. And most of the truck drivers that you see, except a lot of the Indian drivers, uh, the Indian driver, I've had an Indian drivers come up to me and say, man, you're in good shape. What, you know, so we start talking and, and they said the same thing about eating healthy and mm-hmm. all. So it's a tough lifestyle, but I try to do my best mm-hmm. to live a good lifestyle even that way. But it's very hard on you. And if you look at Google, uh, uh, the top 10, uh, what are the top 10 most dangerous jobs? Uh, <laughs> truck driving yesterday when I did it for Logan, it was number six. Mm-hmm. I had so many close calls, dude. I, I bet you, as you well know, when I had the truss yard, I had a 42 foot gooseneck mm-hmm. and I pulled that loaded with trusses, but that was kind of the local. Mm-hmm. But I worked the Western 11 for those guys till I quit. And I did the, the box drive box van. And so, you know, I'm talking 55, you know, foot trailers and stuff like that. And so cars, it finally, when cars started coming back, being crazy and stuff like that, but just stop and think. If a doctor, a nurse, or any of the other essential people stopped working, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, you could have the potential of maybe dying from a health issue or something like that. But, dude, <laughs> if truck drivers stop driving, you're toast. Mm-hmm. You better have a supply of food and supplies mm-hmm. because – it wouldn't take very long for any of those grocery stores to be flat out empty. So I wonder how that's affecting Canada right now. Because well, how long how <laughs> how long has it been since they they all did this? Oh man, a week or two? Or it's, has it been I think that? it's. Let me see. I was driving when it did. It had to be about two weeks ago. Is when it actually started. And they're still parked on the, from the west going to Ottawa, which is the capital. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's been about a two two week thing, and and so. You know, people, how many guys are they saying? Like how many truck? Like, well, I've heard different numbers. I've heard fifty thousand. I've heard a th- hundred thousand. Wow. But the bottom line is, those dudes, it's got to be affecting everything. Mm-hmm. But they don't want the mandates. Mm-hmm. They do not want the mandates. And supposedly, Canada is one of the highest vaccinated, you know, mm-hmm. countries in the world. But they are done with the van- uh, mandates. And mm-hmm. Canada. That Trudeau dude has been as bad or worse than Australia. Wow. Australia, dude, you think don't that... Don't they have camps, though, in Australia, like crazy I've stuff? I've heard, but I don't know. I don't know if that's true. All I'm saying is Australia and Canada are terrible. The worst And ones. they're supposed to be, like, somewhat democratic. Like, yeah. I used to want to be able to go to Australia. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, me too. I don't want nothing to do with it right now. I know. No way. Those guys are criminal. They should be... Anyway, that's a whole other story. But Trudeau... 
is making coming on and talking. If you haven't heard this, go go on and look at some of the channels now and just investigate what's going on. These guys are patriots. These people are standing for their country. And here's the thing, that whole convoy, those dudes have thousands and thousands, mil, actually millions, I think I forget how many million. People are along the overpasses. People are along the road doing their flags. They are thankful because these people have literally almost been locked down for two years, and the Canadians. And so these truck drivers are basically fighting for a whole lot more than just mm. the trucking part, mm -hmm. I can tell you for sure. Mm -hmm. You need to check it out. But they know that that's what's putting the little knife in the side of them by oh. stopping that. Oh, dude. It's, yeah, they're parked there in Ottawa at the Capitol. And uh, like I said, yesterday I was uh, listening to this guy that was a Royal Canadian Mounted Policeman. Mm -hmm. I believe he's retired. But, dude, he's, he's, he said, uh, you know, just know this. If it totally gets blacked out, it means this is when they're, they're making the move. And he implored the other policemen that took a vow, do not... Listen to your superiors. That guy in Ottawa, the mayor, and uh, the police chief, pff, there's deep state in all those places, okay, in high levels. Mm -hmm. And it ain't the majority either. But he was telling the other policemen, you, you know, these people are fighting for your children. These people are fighting for your family. They're going around. They started a day or two ago. They started going around because because they're all so close together. They've got bounce houses. They've got stuff. People are loving on each other. All these truck drivers and the people that are coming to support them and thank you and little kids, uh, you know, that are thankful for these men and women that are you know truck drivers. And uh, you know, I got the utmost respect. In fact, yesterday, okay. So let me backtrack one little bit. So I quit. Uh, I, I drove eight and a half months. Then I stopped and I went hunting. And then in March of 2021, I went to another company, mm -hmm. Night Transportation, out of um, uh, their nationwide company. But anyway, I'm out of Reno. So I drove for like six and a half uh, months there. And then me and Thomas went on that Wyoming hunt. So anyway, but they had me on as a casual driver. And they said, as long as I want to drive one day a month, uh, I can do that. So kind I told of a per diem deal. Well, I don't know if you call them. They pay me per day. It's a dedicated. Well, per diem meaning you you go and basically when you want you kind of pick your own schedule. Yeah, I'm picking my own schedule. And so anyway, and so I'll uh, if, for me, uh, it's worked out really well because like next week if I want to drive, I just go drive for you know four days or four and a half four and a half days. So. If I don't want to, I don't have to. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice. It's just another income stream. And that's what I was telling you before I really started. We started this podcast is I feel it's really important to have multiple income streams. Mm -hmm. And uh, because you never know. Look at your prime example. Mm -hmm. You had this job flying helicopter for how long? Eight years, nine years? Flying helicopters? Uh, crop testing. The oh, uh, well, I yeah. I've been... Flying for work for 14. I'm talking that company. I, well, I was with them for nine. Okay, nine years. But I'm saying out of the blue, stuff, mm -hmm. things, some things change. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you don't have that job anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, if you had multiple income streams, it's somewhat protection, right? 
And so this verse right here, it says, Give a portion to seven and also to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. And my, my feeling is leverage multiple income streams. And so what happened, this is just another income stream, and I enjoy it. You know, I enjoy it. It helps you to get out. You, it gives you an opportunity to think, meet new people. I've, when I put my podcast together, uh, it's, I've got several people that I've, you know, I want to have on that are just regular Joe Blows. These, and these guys are heroes. I got so much respect for them. It is a tough lifestyle being around your fam- away from your family. Well, now I don't know exactly when it's going to happen, but there's supposed to be one gone from like, uh, in the U S from, uh, Los Angeles area all the way over to, uh, I, I believe Washington DC, they're planning on having the same thing. And what's happening is other parts of the world have now seen what is going on in Canada. They're getting inspired to do the same mm. thing. You know, patriotic people that are there. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. They're fighting for the good of everybody, mm-hmm. you know. And so I got utmost respect for them. So anyway, uh, it's, been a, it's been a great experience, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only, only downside is the time you got to go for me personally is being obviously away from my, you know, from my wife and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. but uh, I wonder how fast if that I'm just saying, like, let's say. Because I don't think you're ever going to have every single, tr- like, say, trucker stop. Like, just when they pick it and stuff out of job and they're, they want to raise or everything, I think majority of people do. But there's always going to be those people that just don't and they're too scared, right? Like, oh, man, I'm going to lose my job. <clears throat> but I wonder, you know, let's say if it's 70%, 80% of truckers do this and they basically say, hey, we're not 
driving anymore until you fix this mess. I mean, that would be a matter of days, wouldn't it? Don't it you would think? shut down the whole economy. Well, I'm saying how quick, though. Like, within oh, a couple yeah. days, you would think. Well, Maybe, because people are going to panic. And we know what happens when they do that. Okay, one Sticking thing, toilet paper went off the shelves in one day. I don't know if anybody's noticed this, but actually, or have read about it, but actually what they do is they actually, these grocery stores, from what I understand, have a, are being trained how to put uh, their supplies on the shelves so it doesn't look like they're out of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they are, totally. Well, I mean, think about this. Even okay? still. Think about this, though. Okay. The trucking industry, dude, is like 80,000, they say, drivers short. Already. 80, already. This had nothing to do right. with no convoys, mm-hmm. nothing. I don't know about Canada. I don't know. But I'm just saying, in the United States, they say there is a shortage of truck drivers, 80,000 people strong. Mm. Okay, what if only, t- okay, they're 80,000. What if only 20% of the people that are already driving stop driving? Right, just 20. <clears throat> Dude, it's I'm telling you this last the six and a half months I went from March to when I stopped in September or whatever it was. Dude, you're running like crazy. Mm. And people are they're trying to hire people like crazy. To, they just can't get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm ta- I'm talking Okay, when I worked for Snyder working for night during that whole time of paying attention, what's going on to pay? I'm getting hit up all the time for jobs because I got a class mm-hmm. A, and they fi- somehow they find out whatever. But I've seen as high as like fifteen thousand dollars sign up bonuses. Mm-hmm. I I get them. The other day I got one for ten thousand dollars sign up, and it was the highest per week that I had seen. Huh. Uh, so I'm they're t- definitely <clears throat> they're definitely raising. The bar a little bit because of the necessity it's, and the shortage. It totally. It's mm-hmm. it, it's like anything though, supply and demand. Yeah. Right. Right. And so the the awesome thing this last summer when I was doing that uh, that driving, I actually went from the Modesto area, uh, California, to Reno, and did the lows and then back over. And I do that every day. The traffic, honestly, in Sacramento, imagine you're you're talking a big rig here, okay. Mm-hmm. The the traffic because of the road work in mm-hmm. Sacramento, Stockton, and Modesto is n- nuts. It's absolutely yeah, nuts. Serious. Stop and go. Mm-hmm. Almost any time you go through, mm-hmm. you were going through there. It was like that. Well, uh, pretty soon you start getting in your head. You're a little bigger than everybody else, and you're just moving whether they like it mm-hmm. or not. But dude, the, I not with this company. When I first started driving, man, I had so many. Cra- I got so many crazy stories of. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I'm on my knees in the morning before I ever go drive, and I watch, ask for the guardian angel of God to watch over and protect me and everyone around me. And thankfully, it's that's how it's been. So, it's a it can be dangerous. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I I got literally, uh, actually, on my last track in 2020 from uh, Colorado to Oregon to Portland, where I where I told them I'm done. Is uh, it was Cheyenne to Laramie, I believe, and it was 70 mile an hour winds on a, with a fifty five foot trailer. Thank God, it were was, you full? Loaded. Yeah, loaded. It was loaded because I seen a graveyard of trucks. Really? Oh, I took I took pictures. There was so many trucks on their sides. In fact, it was crazy because I was going from Colorado 
to uh, Cheyenne, I believe. It, I don't remember, Cheyenne first or Laramie, but I think it's Cheyenne then Laramie. And uh, I'm like driving, and the 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 snow. It was almost more like a hail snow. Mm-hmm. It was going sideways in the road, and like there's a few cars on the road, but all of a sudden I noticed there's no trucks on the road. There's no trucks on the road, but I'm on the road, and I'm going like 30 miles an hour. And you just feel it, just dude. I'm telling you right now. When when I finally got to a pilot, that pilot was packed. There was trucks all over down the roads and so forth. Well, thankfully I was full, but um, then I mean, did you all, keep going or you just hung it no, up? No, I night? I pulled in there. I found a spot not in their parking lot. It was all full. It was down the road all night long. Man, my cab was doing this. <laughs> 79 an hour winds with a trailer on, trust me, you feel it big time. Mm. Well, the next morning when I got out, it was still windy. There was a trailer. It had to be empty. His trailer was blown off, and it was right down the road a little bit, just blown over. Separated from the truck. Yeah. Or the tractor, I mean. The tractor wasn't connected anymore. Holy moly. Obviously, he, he, when it flipped on him, he didn't go over probably, but I went to the Denny's there. And they said, uh, I was eating, and they said something about, oh, it's open now. It came across the speaker. So I hurry up, and Nate went back, called up my driver manager, talked to him, and uh, I left. Uh, had to be, what were it they had saying? to be Cheyenne. What, what were they meaning, opened up? Like the, the road? The road was open because it closed down. It was mm. so bad. I mean, seven-hour winds. That's Dude, insane. it's nuts. Uh, and isn't, it, it, isn't it incredible natural forces that God has? Oh, it's man. It just blows away anything man can create. <laughs> it was crazy. I yeah. like I said, in the, there was snow along the side of the road. There was truck after truck just mm-hmm. laying off, and it blew them right off. And uh, I remember way over there, there was this like hole in the sky, and I'd already decided in my mind, I'm done. I'm not driving this anymore. I, I'm like, because what it was, I was going to get it serviced, and I was going to be in Portland, go to mm-hmm. Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. and I'm telling them I'm I'm done. And uh, anyway, so. I seen this hole in the sky way over there, and that was the way I was going. And it, yeah, I just kept praying and praying. Mm. Finally, I got to that hole, man, and it was it's starting to clear up. But that wind was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. Did this is kind of – is it right if I, I tell yeah. an embarrassing before I go? Uh, what? <laughs> an embarrassing story. I don't yeah. even know if I told you. That's what we want to hear. This is just stupid. It's stupid. But anyhow. So what happened? I think – I think, honest to God, it was an angel that I met. Okay, so what happened is, this is over at Hesperia. This is just a rookie thing, okay? It's pretty stupid. I mean, I should have known better. But being in a hurry, what happened is, Hesperia, California, it has a pilot and uh, uh, fuel station. And, and so uh, I pulled in there, and there all the lanes were full that were fueling up. And there was a truck on my left side, and there was a girl in there. And uh, a lot of women, there's actually quite a few women drivers now, but I'd never seen a, a real good-looking mm-hmm. <laughs> woman driver. I'd imagine not. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I wasn't really paying attention because I, I could say that's a, wo- that's a woman or a girl, whatever. And so I pulled in, and I thought, okay, while I'm waiting, I'm going to grab something out of my cooler. Dude, I forgot to pull the parking brakes. Oh, no. 
the two little the those you mm-hmm. pop out mm-hmm. your trailer and your tractor brakes. Oh, they both have you pull for two. You, well, you pull on your tractor and the trailer. Oh, okay. But if you pull on your trailer, the tractor doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I didn't pull either one of them. Oh, I was in neutral. Oh, I well, guess. in Hesperia, when you pull into the fuel station, there's a slope. I mean, it's not real. Not real steep like that, but there's a slope, okay? So the filling uh, station is right here. So keep in mind, there was all trucks in them, and that's a busy station. Well, behind here is a parking spot reserved for people that reserve parking spots, and all these truck drivers are parked directly behind Mm -hmm. where you fuel a ways, okay? Then there's a huge big parking lot out there, Mm -hmm. right? Well, what happened is I pulled up there, and I, being in a hurry, I thought to myself, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in my cooler real quick, quick and grab something." So I get in my, I, I, I get off my seatbelt. I go back there. My, my butt end is faced out the driver's mm-hmm. window, mm-hmm. and and when your mind is in a whole nother place, it was like. I could I I I am I'm, I'm digging in here for something and all of a sudden I started hearing a uh, horn honk. Mm-hmm. And but it's so, not registering like you're hearing nothing, it but nothing's re- yeah. this is slow motion. Mm-hmm. This is like I was on some drug or something I suppose. <laughs> I'm hallucinating. So I'm here, I'm just like this, I'm here and I'm digging in this and all of a sudden I hear a horn and I turn like this. <laughs> Dude, it it so threw me off. I had absolutely no idea what was gone that it didn't even register. So I turned like this, but I'm going that way. No, I'm going that way. Okay, that's oh, the front. So that really would throw you off. I'm you're... like, it's just, it's just getting further away. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, and your brain's still I, not probably registering. Huh? This chick that was beside me. Okay, I, so she she I'm hearing this honking. And I, I, I'm like this, and I turn, mm. and I'm going that way, and it never even registered. You're probably Nothing. staring, just like trying to figure out what's yeah, happening. Yeah, I literally, I don't know how long, but I'm looking at it like that, and then all of a sudden, it breaks. I jump in the front seat. I pulled, I put on my brake, and I pulled them. Dude, I was heading right for those other trucks. If she wouldn't have honked, I would have ran right into them, and they were parked. I would have backed right into them. Oh my goodness. And I was I was starting to move too. What is it? Well, dude. <clears throat> I literally that freaked me out so bad. I'll never forget that. That freaked me out unbelievable. <laughs> so now I pull up beside her, I look over there and it's this blonde haired girl, and I go like this, right? Well now we're both pulling up to put gas in. I get out. She was actually pretty beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she had long blonde hair. And I thought to myself, my God, she had to be an angel. <laughs> Seriously, <Yeah>. I did. <laughs> I went around my truck. I, I, I don't remember even what I said to her anymore. I, I, I remember saying thank you. She goes, I looked over there and I seen your truck moving and nobody was in it. Because I was back mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Getting some snacks. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine oh, how embarrassing that would have been? Yeah. If I would have ran into these mm-hmm. guys, because their cabs facing this direction, mm-hmm. and my trailer would have slammed right into them. Yeah. I mean, if I ever chose to drive truck again, that would have been history. Really? But, you think they would have? Oh, 
Really? They're that hard on it, huh? Well, I mean, you only are allowed. I mean, every company's different, has different standards or whatever, but that would have been a major thing right there. That would have been an incident. Mm-hmm. That would have been a bad one. Yeah, so that was that was ugly, but thankfully, I mean, it was ugly in the fact that I, it was a, a very, it was a, something to remember. I'll yeah. never forget. Trust me, every time I drive by there, I think of that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I bet you about every time you pull your parking brake, you think about stuff like that too. Oh, you trust me. Yeah. So that was one, that was a close call, but I've, I mean, I'm talking, I've had, you know, cars that have no respect. They're like little, I always say like a truck is like a B-52 bomber and these right. cars are like little jets. jets that are diving in and out of you and, you know, you just got to go. You can't sit there and worry about it. But yeah, I've got lots of incidences. I don't think I'll tell them all from that year. <laughs> but that was funny. Well, I, I'm just, you're on the road so much. It's You're going to have stories every year of just constantly. You yeah. could write a log of all that stuff. Well, the thing with me now, like I said, though, like I drove a week ago, but I only did it four and a half mm-hmm. days, basically. And now I'm, you know, they said as long as you do one day a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I ain't going to do it for one day a month because really uh, it's, it's not, not worth, worth it to drive from here <clears throat> here to Reno where right. the terminal is. And these people are great people. I like them a lot. Yeah. So I do it, uh, I said, four days. And so I take 395 from Reno, 395 down to, like, say, Redlands mm-hmm. in that area, Europa or whatever it's called, and then back with another one, and then I go down and then back. It usually ends up being four and a half days, mm-hmm. and then I'm done till the next month. Yeah, that's nice. What's awesome about it, though, dude, if I want to go just make some quick, you know, extra income, and uh, three ninety five is beautiful, as you know. <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, oh my! Like you said, you lose track of time just staring out the beauty of it. I've seen the elk. I've seen uh, antelope, deer, antelope. Uh, God, what was it? I just seen the other day. Um, a lot of game in that area. Mm-hmm. Oh, I seen sheep over there by um, what's the name of that military town? Oh, uh, Hawthorne. Yeah, Hawthorne, Nevada. Uh, they actually, when you're taking that road out of Hawthorne. And you're going kind of north. There's actually on 395. There's actually signs that are all lit up. Says major sheep mm, crossings. Crossing. Mm. And I've I've looked up on the side of the mountain before. It's almost like Swiss Alps or something. Looked up on the side right there, and uh, I've seen uh, two ewes. I send that picture to Brother Hilton because he's a sheep person. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, that was just last last week, I think it was. When I, was I want to get him. I got to get him over here quick, too. Yeah. I need to get mm-hmm. him. You, me, you, and him. Yeah, that'd be a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, that's. I got lots of experiences that way. What I'm really thankful for, for truck drivers, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're so essential, man. Just very important. Something you can lightly look over and not pay attention to until you're doing it. You're like, man, this is really necessary. Yeah. Like, these guys are... And I never thought about it a lot either. I, you know, we have here and there, but once you start doing it, it's like, you know, you can't take people for granted, man. All these jobs that everybody does, it take it, the world turns by all different kinds of people. That's well, like, so so what I do is I don't touch nothing. Uh, I just one trailer to the next, right? right? But in every one of those trailers, somebody put it in there, mm-hmm. right? And so then it's going to say it came from a manufacturer, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody manufactures it, or most of it, what happens is it comes by cargo ship. Mm-hmm. It's in containers, and then from there it goes to another place. Well, like what I'm doing is the box trailer. It's loaded, and so what I'm doing is delivering it to a distribution center. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the distribution centers then have truck drivers that take it to all the stores mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So there's a lot of stuff that those those items are being handled a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so all those people are important too. And I'll tell you right now, go to Reno, dude. There's the 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 signs that they have about help wanted. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. I'm talking some of the places they're starting no experience twenty one dollars mm-hmm. an hour. You know, some of the places starting $25 an hour. Mm. They can't get it. And I asked, me and mom was with me when I went into this one place. I think it was a dollar store. I asked the lady because some of the shelves were kind of low. I go, I was just curious because I drive truck once in a while. And I said, uh, so is it because the truck drivers can't get your supplies here? And they go, no. It's because we can't get workers to take it from the back and put it on the shelves. They created, For $25 an hour, they won't do that. Well, that was in the distribution centers over there. Mm. I, I don't know what dollar. So lumpers, uh, maybe? Well, I don't know if they're the lumpers. Not Well, it's not really the lumpers. It's because the lumpers are the ones that take it off the semi, mm-hmm. take, put it in the back of the store. Well, then people, they could have workers that take it from the back of the store. They don't have stockers And then. stock the shelves. They yeah. don't have those people. Yeah, they don't and have And they're them. wanting to pay them 25 an hour and people won't do it? No, the signs I'm seeing is not like stockers. It's like people working in the distribution centers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. It's Those signs are everywhere. They're Coming, motivating yeah. to keep people at home. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So anyway... It's it's been a fun experience. I'm, I'm I I don't want to drive. I don't like driving in the snow or ice mm. or anything like that. So you're not I try a nice to, trucker, huh? You're not a nice trucker. Yeah, <laughs> I, I try to keep, uh, you know, low key and do it in good. I'm a fair weather trucker. <laughs> hey, I don't blame you. I cho- I pick and choose because after yeah. that 70 mile an hour wind, it's like, dude, I don't need this. Okay, I'm doing mm-hmm. this just as an extra right form of income. Uh, so which is always nice to be in that position. Oh, you, totally. You know? I mean, I'm so thank. Well, think about this. Okay, if if I wanted to go see the U.S. And what a better way to do it and be paid for Me and for mom it. could get in that truck. Mm-hmm. I could be seven, 80 years old, go take a ride, be making money the whole time mm-hmm. I'm going around. Mm-hmm. You know, why not? Yeah. I mean, people in Social Security, if they only are living on Social Security, they're struggling mm-hmm. with with that extra income there. I know people, I met people, a husband and wife, super nice couple, that lost their home and they don't even pay rent. Because they both, I mean, the husband and wife, a mm-hmm. uh, really super nice couple. All they do is they dr- drive the 48 and they pay no rent, mm-hmm. no mortgage on a house. They have no bills. They're basically stashing all the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Team team driving. Yeah. Yeah. So there's lots of options. There's I mean, a lot of opportunity out there. Yeah. There, there is quite a bit of opportunity for that, especially, you know, I've met young single guys mm-hmm. that are, mm-hmm. that are doing it. You know, it's, it's. The first year is going to be, you know, you're going to uh, you not get paid as much. But trust me, in this situation we're in right now, they're taking people left and right. They, if you can walk almost, they'll take people at wow. this point, you know. But like I said, it's a high risk. It's high risk, you know. Mm-hmm. So better have faith. <laughs> All right, Don. Thanks for talking to us about it. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you guys on the next one.